1: Hey, it's me, Egbert.
0: E G G B U R T. Check out my website at egbert.com. Now it's back to those two dudes who told me they would bring in big ratings. They better are their history. Here are Brad and John. There he goes, Egbert laying down the uh, essentially the gauntlet, saying we better pull in big numbers, are we history.
1: Has he has he accused us of being real talkers yet today? <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: Real talkers. We're, we're, we're not real estate agents, so that's one good thing about us.
1: <laughs> hey, you know, um, the, again, to, to use a, another rap quote, Brad, the, the rapper Andre 3000 once said, if you say real talk, I probably don't trust you. Why is that? It's a, verba- well, it's a verbatim quote because in, when he wrote the song, which was the mid to late 2000s, people would, people would rappers would start a sentence by saying real talk. Like, that's another way of saying, hey, listen, or, hey, allow me to be frank with you. They'd say real talk. So Andre came out and said, if you say real talk, I probably don't trust you. Because if you have to preface it with real talk, what's the rest of your talk?
0: I guess it's, it's all BS, right? Which is our old show. And by which, the way, is,
1: which is, yeah, hey, we were going to talk about Shelly. Did you have news about Shelly?
0: Uh, well... <sighs> You know, I was going to call her on the air, but I don't think she'd want to talk about this. I, l- l- let me go back to the FAA thing for a minute. Last okay, break yeah, we sure. talked about this. They say that they're, and they're going to hire, and this is, this is the quote from the FAA. They're going to, um, here, targeted disabilities are those disabilities that the federal government as a matter of policy has identified for special emphasis in recruitment and hiring. They include hearing, vision, missing extremities. Partial paralysis, complete paralysis, epilepsy, severe intellectual, intellectual disability, psychiatric disability, and dwarfism.
1: <laughs> now, it's the last – see, the last part of a sentence. Here's a, here's a tip for writers. You always put the most Im- – the thing that you want to have the most impact or get the last or get the biggest laugh – Always put it at the end of the sentence because if you put it at the middle of the sentence people are gonna rush through it So you always want to win- end in the sentence like that with dwarfism Okay, you know <sighs>
0: See, what's interesting about this is the FAA, and I know someone who was medically retired from the FAA, okay, because of the fact that they had a particular disease that the FAA determined that they could not properly do their job, okay? You know a dwarf? No, I don't know dwarf. Oh. But here's the other aspect of this. I've researched this, and I've had people call me out on this, and I recently checked into it, and I am right. Not that I am always right. Most of the time, I'm <laughs> wrong. But in this one, I am right. Mandatory retirement age for an air traffic controller is 56. No. Well, Once again, I say that. Now, here's the other interesting thing. If you are 31 and you apply to the FAA for air traffic controller, sorry, their cutoff is 30. You, mm, cannot that makes be, sense. You, you cannot be you got to hit that sweet spot what what they're trying to do is they're trying to get people in obviously for 25 26 well actually the it, the training i think takes a couple of years in other words they're talking you know let's say you got in at 30 and you retired 56 you really are only going to be an air traffic controller for probably for probably 24 years because yeah. of the fact that you're probably going to go through 2 years of training okay now here's the other problem why they're having problem with air traffic controllers uh, finding them and hiring them is because of the fact that they have a limited Lifespan in their job, which once again they have a mandatory retirement age of 56, they have a different pension system which. Takes more money out of their paycheck every paycheck because of the so fact. that it
1: allows them to retire early.
0: Exactly. In other words, I see. in other words, okay. they're building the retirement fund for that, the pension fund for that, for them, because of the fact that it's not like most government employees or like teachers that can
1: work thirty years. They can't work thirty years if they start at thirty. They can work twenty-six years and they're out. So, so you have short-term pain in terms of in terms of more being taken out of your paycheck, but you're able to retire early ostensibly. Right. So
0: what they do is. I once again I don't care if the air traffic controller you know is is you know what color they are what sex or sexual orientation they are I want them to be the best of the best and once again I find it hypocritical that like for example if I showed up down at Bush Stadium today and I knocked on uh Moe's whatever is it, Mo, what was his name Moe Moezelak's yeah. door and I go hey Moe I'm here to pitch. And he goes, <laughs> how old are you? I go, I'm old. I go, have you ever pitched before? Yeah, back in Corey League when I was 12. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm a pitcher. Well, he'd laugh. I go, are you practicing ageism on me? I mean, yeah. because of the fact that I'm an old guy? Are you, because of the fact I'm, I'm I'm out of shape and I've got some, some infirmities? Because at least my doctors tell me that. Are you telling me I can't be a pitcher for the Cardinals? And, you and know, he
1: would say that, the, that it's a meritocracy. Exactly the right. be- and and now, what- the, the pushback on this though Brad let me l- I'll play a devil's advocate here the way that i could see this working is surely there's some sort of back office jobs you would have where if you had a sh- uh, for lack of a better term a sheltered environment where folks who might have psychological challenges or folks who might have cognitive folks who might have cognitive challenges is there a safe place where they can work where they can do some back office whether it's paperwork or administration or something like that, that allows them to to have a livelihood and not be in an air traffic control tower directing planes.
0: But John, my dad told me something a long time ago, stuck with me. I come up with my own saying. He came up with one saying. He didn't come up with this. He says, life isn't fair. You know Absolutely. Mean? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> life isn't fair. And once again, and let's let's take a woman, for example, okay? Mm-hmm. If you're a woman who's... 25 years old. Let's take two women. One woman who's twenty five years old and on the heavy side and wearing wearing no makeup and wearing a pair of army combat boots and and camo pants and And and, doesn't
1: have striking facial symmetry. Right. And she doesn't have an hourglass shape. Right. And then next to her is a woman same age who is blonde, who is, you know,
0: curvaceous, who is very attractive. Go on, Brad. Go on, Brad. (laughs) And dressed very nice, has the nice makeup. Okay, most people who you're going to gravitate to, you're going to gravitate to the attractive woman. That's just human effing nature. You know, let's be honest. That's human, human nature. Okay. And once again, is that fair? No, it's not fair. Well, it's-
1: Brad, and you know, a corollary to that is if you bring a man into a room and you're selecting a leader and you have a guy who's six foot two. And carries himself well and makes strong eye contact and isn't afraid of tough questions. And then you bring somebody in who's a manlet, who's 5'4, who has a lisp, who apologizes for everything he does. Who do you think is going to be a better leader? I have. Now, a- I'm not 6'2, and I'll tell you. That I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that six foot two guy. Well, but but see, once again, I mean and let's let's take let's take women
0: and men and dating and marriage, okay? Yep, let's do it. I know lots of women that tell me that they would never date a guy who is no more than four inches taller than or no less than four inches taller than them. So in other words, yep. if they're five For six, sure. you that the dude has to be five ten. And I know a guy who is five foot six. Mm-hmm. and he's on the dating scene, has been for a long time, got divorced quite a few years ago. Matter of fact, maybe coming up in 20 years, long time. I have to call him and see if he wants to come on the air and talk about this because he actually is a very interesting guy. But he talks about, I mean, he is so obsessed on finding a partner. He goes to all the, you know, the, there's various bars around town and yeah. have like the dating nights and things That's like that. That's a sad that. existence. Go ahead. Right. And, and it, what's interesting is, he finds that he becomes, quote-unquote, friends with these women, and they love talking to him, but they don't want to date him. You know what I mean? Because
1: of the and fact it's the sad—yeah, sad fact of life. He gets immediately friend-zoned. Right. Now, the other, the other thing that you have to—that that I would say, though, Brad, is does he give off—I'm not—you know, when you give off to a woman vibes that, hey, I'm non-threatening, I'm friendly, want to chat, you're immediately put into the friend zone. Well— First off, he's very successful, good looking guy.
0: I mean, you know, I it, like most most women, if you said, you know, you rate this guy, he's an eight plus, you know what I mean? he's 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 not on paper. You're saying on paper, well, no. he's an eight plus. No, I mean, if you look at him, if you look at his face, he's an eight plus, okay? okay, but when but when he stands up, you're like, oh, right. And once again, you know what? Is is the dating life is you know, are are is, is somebody gonna show up at a bar and say, Okay, I'm here from the government and you women over here, this guy, you have to date this guy because even though he's only You're five exactly foot six right, you have to date this guy.
1: why do I have to date him? Because he's only five foot six okay, well, you know what? I don't want a five foot six guy. And, and, and you know what? So Brad, the other thing is, so one of my favorite mantras that I've learned from some great authors, again, we'll, we'll, so, we'll cite a Rollo Tomasi or a Ryan Stone. You cannot manufacture attraction and you cannot negotiate desire. So if women at one of these bars or anywhere looks at a guy and says, eh, not sure. You, he could He could show you, He could log into Schwab and show you his 401k. He could show you his stability and how orderly his garage is. And it doesn't matter. Because if she doesn't have a genuine burning desire for him, it's never going to happen.
0: And it's funny you should mention that. I've been to this guy's house... It's like neat as a pin. You could eat off Mm -hmm. the floor. The guy has made still makes a lot of money, has had a very successful career in his field, has made a ton of money to the point where uh you know, could write a check for probably a Ferrari, it's that kind of stuff. I mean you know, if he if you hey look at look at my sports
1: car. But once again, life isn't fair. And the other absolutely not. The other thing so the best option for him is if he looks at women who are past their epiphany phase. So the epiphany phase, as you think about late 20s to early 30s, it's when a woman, and I know that this guy's older, but let's talk about women in general. If women go through their party phase where they have their peak value, let's say it's early 20s, among men who want to maybe have a baby with them, once women get to a provisioning phase, there are women out there that would quote-unquote settle for a five foot six guy if he had a lot of resources, maybe if they had a financial need, but those aren't, the kind of, those aren't the kind of women that this guy wants. This guy wants a physically attractive woman. I'm not speaking for him, but you get what I'm saying? Like he is going, so it's a matter of who will settle for whom, Okay. and I'm sorry, but if you're five foot six and you carry yourself like somebody that deserves to be in the friend zone, you're gonna be spending a lot of time by yourself.
0: Let me add another, another wrinkle to my friend's equation. He loves women who are taller than him. He's mm-hmm. not well, lo- good for, you know you're into what you're into. He's not looking for five foot two women you know or five mm-hmm. foot women or something or five foot three or five foot four. He's looking for women who are five, nine, five, ten in that range. and they want nothing to do with him because of the fact that if they're five nine and he's five six and they put on their three inch heels, they're yeah. pushing their six feet right. or six foot one if they're like five ten or four inch heels, whatever. and they don't want to you know because they go out in public and they don't want to tower over their guy. And once again Okay now my second saying is My dad says life isn't fair Which is true Life isn't fair And a lot of A lot of the thing is like Okay what's the difference Between Taylor Swift When she was uh, You know At 18 years old God I heard I heard a great story Can can I I tell you what Let me Let me Let me Sidetrack this story Real quick Okay Armstrong and Getty Who will be in the air Here in two minutes Mm -hmm. I don't know which one I'm still trying to figure out Which one's Armstrong Which one's (laughs) Getty Okay he told the most amazing story that I don't know 20 years ago or something like that. He's at a radio station. He was working in the radio business, and the sales manager comes into the studio and says, "Hey, we need you to come down to the cafeteria. They had a cafeteria, probably a big, big kind radio station. You know, our, our guest room or whatever. You know, somebody has like a a snack area. You know, with vending machines, stuff like that. We've got somebody here who wants to sing some songs for us." And people are going like, you know, and and, you know, he said everybody went like, oh I don't know. I don't this is a hobo. We're we're busy, you know. Yeah. And no, oh, come on down. This is an attractive young lady and I think she's really talented <laughs> and she's gotta sing some songs for us. So I don't know which one it was, Armstrong or Getty. They go, Okay, fine. They go down to the lunch room. And here's this young blonde lady and she gets up on top of a a, a table or something. Ooh, they had her step I like on, it already. They had her step on something. I mean I mean maybe it was a chair or something like that. And oh. she has a guitar and she's singing to them. It's Taylor Swift. Wow. Yes, <laughs> it's Taylor Swift in her early days. And here we go again, something that does not happen anymore. She's driving around the country and showing up at radio stations and wanting to yeah, be interviewed incredible. on the air. She's knocking on doors of radio stations. Her, and I guess she's got an agent or a handler or something like that, are driving around radio stations, showing up early because they know the morning shows are the most listened shows. They're knocking on doors saying, hey, this is Taylor Swift,
1: and she's going to be in concert. Yep, at the, that's at that's the, how you had to do it. At the the, you know what? There was no YouTube and there was no TikTok.
0: Right. She's going to be in concert at the Elks Lodge. Down the street tonight <laughs> you know can she come in and, and promote her show and maybe sing a couple of her songs and you think about that now my question is what's the difference between that that 18 year old taylor swift who's going around the radio stations and another girl who may be even more talented than taylor swift but is now working as a dispatcher for a police department because she never got the break yeah. once again life isn't fair yeah,
1: absolutely, Brad.
0: Okay, and my other one, which we don't have time for, but we'll talk about this tomorrow. Freedom is messy, okay? Freedom is messy. Think absolutely. about that. Absolutely. Let that cook in your mind. Okay.
1: <laughs> Boy, we get people a lot of advice. we did a good public service today, Brad. I'm and proud I'm, of it.
0: And I'm not talking about the Cardinals. Maybe tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> say goodbye, John.
1: Bye, guys.